welcome to the Warrior Goddess Revolution, a podcast dedicated to helping you get free, free of shame, free of fear, free of limitations, and free to become the woman you are meant to be. Let the inner revolution begin. Here's your host, Heather Ash Amara. So welcome everyone back to Warrior Goddess Revolution podcast. This is episode 14 and our exploration today is around steadiness, sass, and self-awareness and a bunch of other S words. So we're playing with the S words today. And I was inspired by this episode by a meme that was on our Facebook page for Mother's Day. And it said, happy warrior queen day. And the, just the sentiment was mother's day is really not enough. Like we need to celebrate mamas around the world as the warrior queens that they are, as the warrior goddesses that they are. And I also just wanted to share that, you know, sometimes mother's day can be a challenging thing or father's day. So we're in between right now, mother's day and father's day. If you had no parents if you had missing parents, if you had abusive parents, if your parents have recently died. So in any of these cases, there's, I I always see this go by as people are like celebrating a particular holiday, that there's always people that are struggling and really challenged because that particular day reminds them of what they didn't get or what they wish they got or what they've lost. So just a shout out to everyone as we celebrate Mother's Day, we recently celebrated Mother's Day, of whatever you are mothering and have mothered in your world, that mama-ing for me is much more than just children. It is so much more. It's about the art that you create, the communities that you build, the work that you're doing in the world, whatever that is, and that we definitely bless mamas of children. And raising children is a whole huge thing that we could talk about for a long time. And there's also different types of children that we, I believe as a community, that we're learning how to raise each other, to help each other raise the children, the young ones, and to also see that mothering is also about the art that we create, the the love that we put into the world, whatever that looks like. So, yay. And that this idea of warrior queen, I love. Because in the warrior goddess world, that is really the focus and clarity and and the goddess slash queen is that, yes, yumminess, let's celebrate. And it's also about sovereignty. Hi, mama. And my mama's here too. I love that. Look, mom, I painted. Isn't it pretty? So for those of you that are just joining, I just um, am coming in live from New Mexico outside of Santa Fe, and that's my new little living room. I'm super excited about it in the trailer that I stay with in at the Garden of the Goddess when I'm here. So, yay! So what does it mean to be a queen? What does it mean to be a goddess? And part of it is learning how to be more embodied, to be more still, 
to be more present and to to bring in this word sovereignty. Sovereignty means that you're sovereign unto yourself and that you're also holding a container for others and for your nation or your place. And that nation or place might be your family. It might be your work. It might be, and the people that are part of your work, it might be the community that you're part of. It might be your church. It might be something that you're growing into. Sovereignty doesn't mean that you're isolated and that you're alone. It actually means that you're part of something larger than you that has boundaries. To be sovereign means that there's boundaries. So part of being a warrior queen or a warrior goddess is that we're clear about what our boundaries are and that within those boundaries, we're clear about what's mine to take care of and what's not mine to take care of. And that there are going to be these overlapping circles. So, for example, in my life, part of being sovereign to myself is knowing what my boundaries are, my personal boundaries. So knowing when to say yes and when to say no, and also understanding what's mine to do and what's not mine to do. And I think so often this gets really tricky. Because we're not really sure, is this mine to do? Is this somebody else's to do? Whose is this to do? And that part of learning sovereignty, personal sovereignty we're talking about now, is getting really comfortable with what are the boundaries? What's my energy and what's somebody else's energy? What are my emotions and what's somebody else's emotions? What are my thoughts, my beliefs, my agreements with myself versus somebody else's thoughts, beliefs, and agreements? And that we're not here to fix or change or caretake other people's thoughts, emotions, or energy. We can be in service. We can choose. But the place that we're unconsciously soaking in other people's energy or trying to manage constantly other people's emotions or thinking that somebody else's belief is something that we need to also believe or that they need to believe the way that we do, that's all outside of our scope. Our scope is to manage our emotions, our thoughts, our agreements, our moral beliefs, as well as our energy. And that takes willingness to learn and to be flexible and to grow as we go along because we're always going to get new information. So there's always this place of adjusting. So when I'm talking about boundaries, it's not rigid armoring and it's also not, oh, well, anything can happen. It's this beautiful flexibility. I always think about the a cell, that a cell has a permeable membrane and it lets in whatever is beneficial to the cell can pass through that membrane and what's not beneficial can't pass through that membrane and so that's what we're learning how to do energetically emotionally and mentally as well and that's part of sovereignty and that sovereignty is then also that there's people 
that are close to us in our world, that are part of, we can say, our nation, that are part of our community, and that there's going to be circles. So there's going to be the circles of people that are closest to us. And then there's people that are then less close, people we still love and care about, but we're less intimate with them. And then there's going to be people that are acquaintances. And then there's going to be people that we don't know yet, perhaps, or we may never know. And so all of these circles and that people come in and out. You know, there may be people that are very close and intimate to you that through different things move out into an outer circle. Maybe later they'll move back in. Maybe they won't. There's also going to be people that are strangers now that'll move in and become close and be in your intimate circle. And so really managing and dreaming into, managing is like too serious of a word, dreaming into who are the the closest in circle to me. Because those are the people that you want to give the most awareness, energy, presence to. If you want to build your relationships, if you want to build more intimacy with people, that means spending energy and sharing love and connecting with that group of people. And then you can then choose how much energy goes further into those further layers of circles. And where do you have extra energy to give? No, I always think it's a really powerful thing to give energy, to give your presence, to give your gifts to strangers for no reason at all, for no, nothing coming back, but because it feels good and it is a gift to our larger community, to the global community. So that it's not that only the people that are close into me get my energy and resources that we're sharing. But we also have to be really aware of how do we keep ourselves steady? And I always think of that, this word sustainable, so that we can continue to be sovereign, to be centered, to be still as we share our gifts, as we share our energy, as we share our resources, as we share our knowledge and our wisdom. At the base of all of this is presence. What we're all seeking is to be seen, to see, to feel loved, to be loved. And that joy of learning how to stabilize more love in ourselves, love for ourselves, love for our surroundings, love for life, and love for the people in our life as well, then the steadier we become and the more we affect other people in a positive way. Because again, when we're still and centered, others feel it. When we're holding love inside of our being, when we're letting that love radiate out from us, not because we're trying to get something, or because we're hoping others will love us back, or that they'll see us as a good person, or that they'll whatever, not for any benefit personally of ourselves, but because it's a joy to radiate love. And we get to see the impact that it has on the people that are closest to you and the people that are in those outer, you know, other interlocking circles. 
that that the more that we love, what I believe is the more that we deepen into our capacity for love, the more that we radiate out further and further and further so that even strangers feel it, so that the people close to us feel it. And that we're then in this beautiful dance with life of the boundaries of how do I hold my own boundaries so that I stay steady and sovereign and can connect to my stillness? And how do I then open up those boundaries as well as necessary when, when it's appropriate for myself and for others? And I had a, a beautiful conversation yesterday with uh, two millennials or gen, no, I guess they would be millennials. So 22 year old that interviewed me for their podcast. And one of the things we talked about, we talked about so many things, but one of the things that we talked about at the end of the podcast was both of them saying, as young people, we feel very overwhelmed with information. They didn't put it that way, but they said, there's a lot of stimulation. There's a lot of things that are moving very, very quickly. And how do we navigate that? How do we navigate the texts and the emails and the TikTok and the, all of the things that are constantly coming? And the question was really, how do we get steady so that we're not getting bombarded constantly? And I thought that was such a, a good question for all of us, because all of us have a tremendous amount of information that's coming in constantly. And, and I think that right now, some of us are also struggling because of the pandemic with making decisions, with figuring out what am I to do next? Because there's still a lot of unknown happening in the world right now. There's a tremendous amount of unknown. And there is also a lot of possibility that's opening up. And I found for myself right now that there's, I'm having some level of paralysis around making decisions, which has been fascinating to watch. And part of it, I think, is because I haven't, I've had less decisions in a way to make through the pandemic. And now that things are opening up, there's more decisions to make. There's more demands in a way. And I've talked to a lot of other people that are having the same sorts of navigation with themselves around how do I make decisions going forward? Where do I want to put my resources and my energy? And that it's a natural part of the process because things are shifting again, but they're not shifting like we know exactly what's going to happen. They're shifting where, okay, it's things are opening up, but it's not opening up everywhere. You know, there's a lot of countries that are still really, really struggling with the pandemic. Now, India has been really, really hard hit. I know Brazil is still navigating as well. And we don't know what the cycles are going to be around the world and also within whatever countries that we're in. It, it's not over for sure. So how do we continue to be in this intimate relationship with ourselves, knowing that we are going to have times when we feel paralyzed, where we feel confused, where we feel scared. Coming back to ourselves over and over again to slow down, to take a breath, 
And before we engage, to, to drop back into stillness. And this is what I was sharing with, the, with these two uh, beautiful millennials, is that you are going to do some multitasking. There are going to be, there is going to be information. And, and there's a beautiful thing that when you can go in and get a bunch of stuff done and feel lit up and feel excited and feel creative, and that each of us has different capacities around that with different days. So there's some days that I have the capacity to do a lot of things almost simultaneously or like back to back to back and I can stay really sharp. And there's other days that I don't have that capacity or there's other times. And if we just try and multitask, push through, stay engaged all the time, our energy gets more and more frayed. You think about a rope that starts after the rope has broken, then all the little pieces start to fray. Then those pieces start to break off. That's what happens with our attention, is that our attention starts to get frayed and we can't pull it back any longer. And with that fraying, then we become more and more confused, discombobulated, unable to focus, which means we're being directed by the world rather than us directing our attention into the world. We're being distracted constantly. And so bringing that rope back together again, bringing our attention back together again, is about taking time to unplug, taking time to be in stillness, taking time to not pick up our phone, and to build that inner strength of stillness, of doing one thing at a time very mindfully, and that one thing might be walking the dog. That one thing might be sitting on your couch, just taking a breath and integrating after a really full day. That one thing might be handwriting a letter that you've been meaning to write, that you're bringing all of your attention and really weaving again, that if you can take that image of a rope that's been frayed and that we're braiding our attention back together, we're healing that rope so that it's strong again. And that creates that steadiness inside of us. That we're, we've pulled our attention, we've pulled our emotional being, we've pulled our energy, we've brought our thoughts, all of it has come into this moment, this time. The more that we're able to go back and forth between action and stillness, we become more and more steady in our lives. Because when we're in action, we're fully in action. We're engaged, we're plugged in, we're focused. We move into whatever the task is that needs to happen, do the task, and then we, we step out again and we can go back into stillness. That for me, is really beautiful queen energy. So I started this podcast with this idea of warrior queen. What is a warrior queen? And that mothers are warrior queens or slash warrior goddesses. And that the quality of queen is sovereignty, steadiness. And also imagine like would a, would a queen or would a goddess be running around, like getting everything done and trying to fix everything and feeling really scattered and letting her energy get more and more frazzled? 
or running around trying to take care of everybody else. Make sure that all the, all the things out here. Probably not. Think about the energy of a queen or the energy of a goddess. There's this absolute presence. There's grace. Mm, I love that word. There's grace. And the grace is action, stillness, patience. And there's sassiness as well. So it's fun word sass that the that queen goddess energy is not about being super serious all the time. It's about also like loving your spark, that spunkiness, that sassiness, that you're bringing your humor and joy and wonder and awe into the world as well, that you're letting yourself feel that deep in your bones. So to be mindful again, that this place of, we can be serious in particular areas of our life, we can be focused, but watch for the places where you're serious and you're grinding down and you're serious around, I'm supposed to be an adult or it's supposed to look this way or that person's supposed to be doing it in this way or responding in this way. And the seriousness grounds us down and makes us more and more frustrated and angry and resentful. Versus be sassy, be silly, be playful, be joyful. Know that people do all sorts of wacky things. People are, have their own agendas, their own histories, their own experiences. And when we honor that everybody has a dream that they're in, that is different for all of us, we can let people be who they are while we get clear about what our boundaries are so that we can hold our sweetness, that we can hold our stillness, that we can hold our joy. Let everybody be who they are. Keep nurturing the deep, the deepest seeds of who you are. Keep watering those seeds. Keep growing yourself. Deep roots in the earth so you're steady, beautiful flowers so that you're expanding, that you're letting that beautiful light radiate out. And then play with, for yourself, do you feel sustainable in your life? Does your life, your energy, the way that you're moving in the world, does it feel sustainable? Or do you need to bring in more queen slash goddess energy so that you're resting more, so that you're nurturing yourself more, that you're receiving more, that you're listening more? And give yourself permission to find the grace to set your own container. And I think about boundaries is that I'm setting a container for myself and that I get to choose 
what that container looks like and that the the best containers are the ones that are created, crafted out of compassion for self, out of respect for ourself, out of love for ourself. That allows us to be at choice in the biggest way possible. And also gives us the spaciousness to have extra energy and to choose what we want to do with that extra energy. So remember, when you're in action, be fully warrior focused, present with what you're doing. And then also pull back and practice sovereignty, stillness. Finding that sassiness inside. And so that there is that breathing, that beautiful breathing of action, rest. Action, receiving. Moving into the world and slowing down. All right. Take good care, sweet ones. All my love to you. May you have a beautiful, blessed day. May you play with being a sovereign goddess, queen, warrior of stillness. May you be sassy. May you set good boundaries. May you take some boundaries down. (laughs) All of the things. Take good care, sweet ones. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a fellow warrior goddess. If you felt fully empowered and inspired by what you heard today, we want to know about it. You can share your feedback by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We thank you for your support. It's the fastest way to fuel the revolution. To learn more about the Warrior Goddess Revolution and other Warrior Goddess offerings, visit us at www.warriorgoddess.com.